let me stop playing around. tinkering around with this system and we're going to get into it. So today we are talking about Tasha K and Cardi B in particular. I'm going to talk to you guys about here in this podcast episode, episode 49 of the care juice podcast. Why I think Tasha K and Cardi B and the precedent setting case that recently happened where Cardi B won a civil lawsuit for defamation where Tasha K is going to have to pay over $1.2 million is something that we need to talk about, especially as content creators. Okay. Let me, let me, let me run that, run that back for you guys. Again, Tasha K lost a lawsuit for defamation to Cardi B recently where she's going to have to pay over $1 million to Cardi B for creating YouTube content. Why is that important? I think that is important because as a content creator, especially somebody in the social commentary space, this could happen to anybody that creates content if they're not careful. So just a little bit of a disclaimer, uh, I didn't want to get into this. I really didn't react to the whole Tasha case incident and everything because I have respect for fellow content creators. I'm not doing this to smear Miss Tasha K. I'm not doing this to uh, try to kick her when she's down. I'm going to only talk about the facts of the case. I'm only going to talk about my perspective on what I think it means for creators moving forward. What she has going on as far as what she's going to have to pay for money and stuff. This is not a victory lap. I'm not celebrating this at all. So that's kind of my disclaimer when it comes to that. So Tasha K, who is Tasha K? So Tasha K is a very, very popular YouTuber. And she has over 1 million subscribers on YouTube. Her YouTube channel is called Unwind with Tasha K. I'll get a picture of her up here for you. So you could check it out. Uh, Tasha K, Tasha. there we go. And that's a picture of Tasha K there. So her YouTube channel is called Unwind with Tasha K. I'll check right here at the moment. I think she, she has over 1 million subscribers and has done very well for herself. The type of content that she does is celebrity gossip, uh, commentary, perspective. And she, she is known for exposing things. She's known for getting the scoop on stories before they happen and, and, um, breaking stories. She's done it multiple times. So that's kind of what she's known for. And in this incident here, it kind of backfired on her. Let me get myself off the screen. So that's Tasha K and that's who we're talking about here today. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I'll still say alleged, even though she's been found guilty of it. 
it was alleged in the lawsuit that Tasha K was lying about Cardi B pretty much. She was um, saying things that were not true. And Cardi B said it caused her to have undue stress. She had uh, suicidal thoughts because of it, because Cardi B said, I mean, Tasha K said that Cardi B um, had sexually transmitted diseases. Um, she also said she does some other things that weren't true. And Cardi B made the move that every, that surprised everyone. She went after her in court and she won. So the aftermath of this is what I'm interested in because I want to know what does this mean at the end of the day for other people on YouTube, people who talk about celebrities, people who provide social commentary, because it matters. It's something that we're all going to have to deal with. And one thing that I would tell people moving forward is you need to be wise and really take heed and um, what's the best word to say? You need to be careful who you talk about. You need to make sure that when you break a story or you're talking about a celebrity, you do it with a source. And I'll get into further detail with that because that's what I always do. And that's what I found to be the most helpful. Because if anybody says, well, you're lying on this person or you're, this is not true or whatever, I have a source. I'm not a news article. I'm not a news publication. I'm not a journalist. But if I could cite a source, I could say I'm speaking about that source. I'm not specifically speaking about the person. I'm speaking about the story, the story. And that person happens to be a part of the story. So you kind of can have some level of separation there because I never wanted this channel to be something about uh, disparaging anybody or speaking ill or bad about anybody. That's not what this is for. And that's ne that never was my intent. So basically what I'm going to outline here and talk about in this podcast is there has to be a level, especially when you're on YouTube and you've been on YouTube for a while and you're monetized, you have to move in a particular way to make sure that you're protecting yourself. So without further delay, I want to go actually to the article that is in question here with this story. So you guys can hear and see exactly what we're talking about in this case. And then I'll give my reaction, my thoughts to it from there. If you're just coming in, thank you for watching. I really appreciate you. And here we go. The source is courtesy of billboard.com and it indicates here. It indicates here. Oh, am I good? Let's go right here. Okay. The source indicates Cardi B wins million dollar defamation verdict against malicious YouTuber. It indicates Latasha Kibi was found liable for defamation and two other forms of wrongdoing over her YouTube videos and other internet posts. Okay. It indicates here a federal jury 
on Monday, January 24th, sided with Cardi B on her accusations that a YouTuber named Tasha K waged a malicious campaign to hurt the superstar's reputation. Issuing a verdict that the woman had defamed the rapper and awarding more than $1 million in damages. $1 million in damages, okay? That's a lot of money for YouTube, what you say on YouTube. It also says here, following a two-week trial in Atlanta that featured testimony from both women, the jury returned a verdict that Latasha Kibi was liable for defamation and two other forms of wrongdoing over her YouTube videos and other internet posts, which claimed that Cardi B had contracted herpes among other unsavory rumors. So that is the alleged crime. That is what happened. And, and this is insane here. Okay. Let's go down further and kind of re dig more into this article and what it's stating. It also indicates here, Monday's verdict awarded Cardi B 1.25 million in damages, but the total could potentially end up higher. Proceedings will kick off Tuesday to decide whether Kibi owes additional punitive damages or whether she must reimburse Cardi B's legal expenses. Following the verdict, Kibi tweeted that she and her attorneys had fought really hard and thanked her legal team for their long hours and sleepless nights. She indicated it's only up from here, according to Latasha K, Tasha K, and would see y'all in a few days. An attorney for Cardi B declined to comment. So Cardi B's real name. Belkalis Almanzar sued Kibi in 2019 over dozens of videos that contain shocking claims about the rapper. One video cited in the lawsuit includes a statement that Cardi B effed herself with beer bottles on effing stripper stages. Others said she had contracted herbies, that she had been a prostitute and that she had cheated on her husband and that she had done hard drugs. Wow, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. There's a lot there, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. All right. It also goes on to say here. A trial kicked off on January 10 in Georgia federal court, during which both women took the stand. Cardi B testified that she felt suicidal in the wake of Kibi's videos and said that only an evil person could do that ish. Kibi initially admitted that she knowingly published lies about the rapper, but she later tried to walk back that statement when examined by her own attorneys. Ultimately, the jurors sided with Cardi B on Monday. In addition to defamation, the jury also held Kibi liable for invasion of privacy through portrayal in a false light and intentional infliction of emotional distress. This is some serious stuff I'm telling you the thing is that a lot of people are wondering a lot of people are wondering <laughs> as far as with her career moving forward does this mean for as far as her youtube career does this mean 
It's over. What do you think? I mean, this is just not a good situation. I understand in today's day and age, a lot of people want to make content and a lot of people want to be creators and you want to get views. But you got to think about the long term implications of things. And if you want to be a creator that has long term longevity, you have to think about things like this. You have to think about. um What happens if somebody sues me? Have you ever considered possibly getting an LLC? These are things that you have to start thinking about if you want to take this serious. And I, I, far too often, I don't think a lot of creators think about that. You're just thinking about the next view. But what happens if something you talk about rubs somebody the wrong way? You don't have the funds yet. You're not there like that. And then one of the creators or the celebrities or something that is more well off than you, which is probably the case, or you wouldn't be talking about them for the most part. What happens if they sue you and you don't have any um, resources or funds or anything to defend yourself? It's things you got to start thinking about. So, yeah. So let's continue on with the article. So it goes on to say here. Ultimately, the jurors sided with Cardi B on Monday. In addition to defamation, the jury also held Kibi liable for invasion of privacy through portrayal in a false light and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Kibi's attorney attorneys can challenge the verdict. Whew. Man, this is some serious stuff. It says here. Kibi's attorneys can challenge the verdict to the judge in the weeks ahead. Ahead, If he upholds it, her attorneys can then appeal the verdict to a federal appeals court. Cardi B was represented in the trial by Lisa Moore and William Pequignot of the law firm of Pequignot LLC and by Gary P. Adelman and Sarah Matz of Adelman Matz PC. Kibi was represented by Seder Sabak and Olga Esmailova of Sabak and Esmailova PC. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so there is some serious things going on with this story. And the main thing, hold on, let me switch up this here. The main thing that I wanted to get to and that I wanted to talk about is what does this mean for content creators? What does this mean for content creators moving forward? What does this mean for us? Okay. Let me get my lighting right. What does this mean for us as content creators? Okay. Um, the main thing is as a content creator, we need to start being prepared. If you're somebody that's serious and you're somebody that's thinking about doing this full time, you should be considering an LLC, a limited liability corporation so that you could protect yourself. Um, and if something like this were to happen, it wouldn't be attacking your personal assets. 
that's something that I would be thinking about for sure. But personally, I wouldn't be making content strictly about other people, about celebrities, things like that, especially not doing it in a, in a disrespectful manner, spreading lies, doing clickbait stuff. Uh, I think this case, if anything, will change all of that. This case for sure is going to change um, the outlook and the approach of a lot of people when it comes to making uh, gossip content, because a lot of the gossip stuff is not true in a lot of instances. So if you're in that field and you're doing that type of content, this is scary. I ain't gonna lie. This is very scary. Okay. And I always cite my sources and I, um, try to be as respectful as much as I can. I always treat everybody with respect. If you've ever been in my comment section, you know, I never call anybody out of their name. I'm not trying to spread lies or anything of like that because, uh, I have, you know, like a code that I live by, but I'm trying to just like spread things out to people to be like, Hey, you need to be a little more sound and wise when you're operating and hold on. We got, let's see here to do, do, do. Oh, we got new, we got comments here. Oh, there we go. Sadie DeVille. Shout out to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Summer is on point. Great light lighting carrot. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get the, the setup better. I can like change the color temperature and all of that. So I got some more stuff in the works too. I got a better key light coming. So the lighting is really going to be able to go top notch, but I appreciate you guys talking about that. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, here we go. And country strong. What does country strong say? He says, always quote, quote a source. You cannot just make up lies, maliciously attack someone, target and harass someone to the point that it will cause a financial or physical harm to another. I, I agree. I agree. And that's something that I always do in my social commentary. I always quote a source and I always try to keep the content and the topic. I, I add some humor in there, but I always try to keep the subject matter about the story and pertaining to the story and the topic at hand and not necessarily just the person. Country Strong always also says the truth is always permitted. I agree. And Sadie DeVille says really, really great inside carrot. Awesome. I appreciate it. Let's get the color temperature changed a little bit. Yeah, let's go pink. I'm having too much fun with this thing. <laughs> That's cool. All right. So moving forward, what do we do now? What is the next step? I know for me, I'm still going to talk about trending topics. I'm still going to talk about what, what's going on as far as um, commentary with people and what have you. However, I am going to even be more diligent about making sure that I'm citing my sources, making sure that uh, the article is from a reputable source as best that I can. Um, 
And I think that's the way you could protect yourself if you're in the commentary niche. This doesn't affect a lot, everyone, but I just think this is a precedent setting case for sure. What does Country Strong says? Say, Country Strong says, I have two LLCs, one for my business and one for my assets. I don't keep anything in my name. Very smart man. Why? Shout out to him. Hit you with applause for that. Yeah, you got to protect yourself. And by all means, I am not giving you financial advice in this, but this is just something you have to be mindful of in today's day and age because... Even like 10 years ago, I, I, it seems like way more people are liable to go to court and sue you rather uh, than go other routes. If it's something, especially if it's something that's not true, people need to protect their name, especially if you're in the public eye. If you're somebody that has a reputation that you're trying to, you know, because some of the things that was being alleged by Tasha K in this incident could have affected could have affected Cardi B's money when it comes to different sponsorship deals she was trying to keep, um, appearances uh, with uh, different companies that she's working with, emotional distress, you know, like just what she's getting from her fan base. There's so many other factors that are going on with a case like this where I understand I, I truly do understand where the jurors were coming from because I mean, you have to be really mindful of what you're saying now online. If you're going to be taking this seriously, if you want to be a full-time YouTuber, if you want to be a full-time content creator on whatever platform you are, you need to be intentional about what you say, you need to mean what you say, and you need to do some level of research before you just get online and start talking. I'm not saying you have to be a full-on documentarian. I'm not saying you have to be a journalist, but there is a little bit of research that you can do before speaking about something to at least have some kind of grasp of the topic that you're talking about. And that's something that I've seen too much online where people just see the story that's trending and start talking about it without, not even like before even reading the article, before even, even getting a little bit of perspective about the situation, a little bit of backstory, backstory so for some further context. And that's something that I'm going to try to be even better about is making sure that I'm getting further context. And there's been stories that maybe two or three months back, I would have just went with the story right away, but I have chosen to refrain from just posting every story. Now I've actually been a little more selective with the content that I'm coming out with. And yes, I'll still do some trending topics and what have you, but I definitely am I recognize everything. And if I see anything that's happening, that's moving, I think this is going to change some things, at least in the commentary space and, um, steps moving forward, uh, things that I'm going to be doing more with this channel, uh, definitely going to be leaning more into the productivity. I've really enjoyed doing that. I'm actually going to be coming out with chapter two of 
the series of Atomic Habits by James Clear. So I'm gonna be doing my summary of chapter two. That's gonna be coming out Thursday. I'm gonna also be putting out some more uh, pre-recorded content of some topics that I wanna talk about. You can expect the video to be coming Wednesday. You definitely can expect another video to be coming on uh, Thursday and Friday. And my lighting is getting a little bit dim there. Do you guys see that? See, I'm working on my lighting right now. And anybody that wants to start a YouTube, anybody that plans on creating content, one thing that I've noticed and one thing that I'm realizing is the most important thing in all honesty is your lighting. Your lighting is more important than your camera. Your lighting is more important than um, so many other things, your composition, how you set up your shots. I would tell anybody, invest in some good lights over anything. Right now I'm sitting in front of a light that I purchased for about 80 bucks. It's a key light, uh, a ring light, but it's not bright enough. In all honesty, it's better than what I had just starting out, but a lot of people just spending 80 bucks on a really good key light could be the difference from your content. Um, I invested and I have another light coming that's gonna be a actual dedicated uh, key light that's gonna be able to illuminate and really softly illuminate my entire face. But I would say start with at least a key, a key light and that could upgrade your content. I'm gonna eventually do a studio tour at some point when I get this set up exactly the way I want. And, oh, it's got a notification. Okay, cool. So that's kind of been what I've been thinking about and what I wanted to talk about when it comes to this story in particular, but I'll open it up now. And if anybody has any questions, go ahead and feel free to talk to me about them. I also might do a little bit of a news roundup. I haven't got on here and live stream recently. If this is your first time listening to the carry juice podcast, thank you for listening. Like the video. If you enjoy the content, subscribe to the channel to get more content like this for my right now. We are live streaming on Twitter and on YouTube simultaneously. Also for my audio only listeners on the podcast, Anywhere you listen to podcasts, I appreciate you for listening and I appreciate you for rocking with me. It will really help out if you enjoy this content to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review as it really helps to get this podcast pushed out to more people. And I will say that when I first got started with this podcast, I didn't know that I would end up on YouTube but I definitely appreciate the, the skills and everything that I had to learn to eventually uh, have the courage to start doing uh, the podcasting and the, the YouTube. It's all tied in. And I will give you guys um, a little bit of background, a story here to kind of round out the podcast. So. I think one of the major reasons why I am able and have been able to have some success here podcasting as well as on YouTube is uh, about four years back, I um, 
had a turbulent year. It's about four years, 2018. I had a turbulent year in 2018. I went to Vegas, had a good time, was hanging out with my friends, and I got back and I had just moved into a pretty expensive apartment downtown in the city where I live. And I was excited and I was really uh, looking forward to, you know, the next season of my life. And when I went in to my place of employment after that, I was notified that I was going to be let go. I was going to be laid off because of budget cuts. So that shocked me. And I only had like a couple of months to figure out what I was going to do. I had just signed a lease on a, a downtown apartment. The rent wasn't cheap. Okay. So I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. So ultimately I started applying for new jobs and I ended up landing a job working for a company where you, we were doing direct marketing. So what is direct marketing? You ask, okay. What is direct marketing? The direct marketing that we were doing was we were going door to door, knocking and getting rejected over and over and over again. I'm going to admit when I first started doing it, it was not easy. It was actually pretty difficult. I was getting rejected more than I had ever gotten rejected in my life. Now I'm a guy, we've all been rejected before just go, coming up in our life, dating, you know, all those type of things being awkward. It's happened, but I had never been rejected at that frequency as I did during that season when I was working, doing direct sales, knocking door to door. But let me tell you something. I'm so glad that I did that. I'm so glad that I'd experienced that season because what did it teach me? Do you want to know? It taught me how to handle adversity. It taught me how to persevere. It taught me how to be confident and an effective communicator. I had some confidence and I, I was not, I had some skills, but I hadn't, you have to hone them to a whole nother level to do that. So what am I trying to get to? I think that season of me work, I think I did it for like four or five months. That season of working, doing direct sales helped me for what I'm doing now. And I ended up getting called back to the uh, place of employment where I am now. And it was, I was only laid off for like maybe five months, but it taught me a lot. It taught me to never get comfortable with what you're doing. Things could always change and you need to be able to adapt and you need to be able to um, continue to learn and continue to grow. So from that day forward, I've, I don't think I've ever been the same when it comes to never being satisfied with just where I'm at in the moment, I'm always trying to get better, always trying to grow. 
So basically what I'm trying to say, and hopefully it doesn't seem like I'm rambling, but YouTube has been a long time coming. YouTube has been very helpful in getting me out of my comfort zone. And I know it's something that could get you out of your comfort zone. And just to kind of land the plane and tidy all of this together is make sure that you're not pigeonholing yourself into just one type of content. If you really don't know what you want to do yet. I understand some people do social commentary. I know some people do stuff talking about money. I know some people do things, uh, specific niches, but step out of your comfort zone when it comes to creating content and trying to figure out who you want to be or whatever you're doing in life. And don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to take some risks and some chances to try to find out who, what you're really made of. And I think in America and just in the world in general, a lot of people can get very comfortable and very complacent because comfortable is easy. Comfortable is what we know. But the real growth happens when we step out of our comfort zone a little bit. And when we start to um, experience that anxiety in a good way and the best thing that you can do is take some chances, um, seek guidance, seek, seek guidance, seek mentorship, but um, be careful and be wise out here in these YouTube streets when it comes to just talking about others. If you don't have some background, some research on the topics. I want everybody to keep the channels that they're building. And I know a lot of people go into social commentary because it's easy. I'll take that back. It's not easy, but the barrier to entry to it is not as high as some of the other um, niches, because all you really need is a phone, a story and a camera. And you could post on YouTube and talk about something like that. So I just want people to be careful because there's people who have really huge platforms that do content similar to Tasha K that I think this, this story that we talked about that we opened this up with will affect, it's going to affect a lot of people. And what I'm going to ask you is, can you adapt? Can you change? Can you show different degrees and levels of yourself? I think you can. I think we all can. And what I want the conversation to get to and what I try to keep the conversation moving forward to is a level of understanding and what can we do to continue to grow? What can we do to continue to get better? And I think that's why I've been gravitating more on this podcast and this YouTube channel towards the, the productivity content, because I'm fascinated by those type of things. I'm fascinated by, by how billionaires think, how millionaires think, what can I do to be better? What can I do to clear my mind, uh, reading more, uh, and, uh, yeah, that's just kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to give a little bit of insight into the Tasha K Cardi B situation. However, 
I think this is good. I got a lot of big things coming for you guys when it comes to the studio. Uh, I got some, I'm, I'm not quite done yet. I got some more things happening when it comes to how I'm going to be laying all of this out. But I think that's a good place to end it. We're at the 45 minute mark. I like to keep the podcast nice and concise and clear. So if you're still watching or you're checking this out on the replay, thank you for watching. Watching. This was kind of just like a stream of consciousness, but it's all good. Uh, I just go off the cuff with this sometimes. And you know what? That's okay. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. So if you enjoyed this, go ahead and like the video. Subscribe to the channel if if you uh, want more content like this. On here on the Career Juice Podcast, I provide commentary and perspective on popular culture, trending topics, uh, dating, true crime, and I also add in productivity tips to help you become a better podcaster, creator, or just productive person. And like I say every time on the Care Juice Podcast, like love somebody, hug somebody, and do something good for somebody, not expecting anything in return. And until next time, peace. See you next week.